Climbers, today we're going to talk about the Ten Commandments. Ooh, yippee. Of music promotion. I mean, I mean, those are, those are good, too. <laughs> Welcome to the Climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business, people. You gotta have a track record, you gotta prove that what you're doing has value and that people are standing up, paying attention, and saluting your flagpole. Mm -hmm. That's right, I said flagpole. <laughs> it's just the way it works in the music industry today. And the good news is, is you get to be in complete control of it. No more dancing chickens. I feel like this is going to filter all that out. That's why we called it the climb. C-L-I-M-B. Creating leverage in the music business. That's a dirty old Baxter from <laughs> my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's a Good friend of mine, but he's also a hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady A, Joe Nichols, and more. Southern Gospel number one's in there, too. Does bluegrass. He does it all, people. Well, almost mm. all of it. And what I love about Brent, though, is that he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, how you do business like a pro, and the final piece of the puzzle is get to know the pros, is mm -hmm. get some relationships going, have some places, some repositories to take your professional work to. These people are there to take it to the next level, and you get opportunities to meet these kinds of people all the time through Brent over at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're helping artists break digitally by identifying new fans through data. Yeah, it's complicated, but thankfully, Johnny has a big old brain under that tall hair. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production, singular, no S, and there's no S because there is no other. Johnny D. Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not the, the breakfast cereals and the... <laughs> did you, speaking of Monty Python, did you ever see The Life of Brian? N man, I've, no. I'm just not, I'm not sure about that one. Because it's a little... <laughs> but no, I haven't seen it yet. It's a, do you know what the premise of it is? Uh... Yeah, it's like they picked the wrong Jesus. Yeah, the wise men went to the wrong manger. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> they went to the one next door. <laughs> and, Brian. and Brian's just like a regular guy. He's like, no, go away. Like, leave me alone. Everybody's <laughs> like, no, but you're the one. And he's like, no, no, it's not me. But I can't remember if it was the life of Brian or if it was, it might have been the meaning of life. But there was the scene where Moses is up on the mountaintop and he's mm -hmm. got the 15 commandments, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they're really heavy. Cause they're chiseled in his stone. He's like, right. here are the 15. <laughs> and he breaks. So he's like, uh, 10 commandments. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why that made me chuckle today, but that's the way my brain works. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes in, but how are you doing, brother? We're going to talk about some commandments right now. Don't break them. Man, it sounds legalistic to me, but whatever. I'm all about some grace, but I'm interested. You have my attention. Listen, you break one of these commandments. You will end up. Broke. <laughs> In artist hell. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's not good. Yeah. So join the Climb community on Facebook if you haven't done already. You have to ask to join, but we let everybody in. Mm -hmm. And then you just got to be good boys and girls. We want you to add value to this community, not suck it away. 
We That's don't right. want you to suck. No. Right? No vampires. No vampires. Vampires are roles that require you to suck. We do not want you to suck. We want you to add. We want you to add value. So when you're putting stuff into the feed, which you can only do if it adds value to everybody, Mm -hmm. but if you're listening to this podcast and if you've got a gig, we got a place for you to put that. You'll see the post and put it in the comment section on that post every single week. What is it, gigs? Um, We have... Yeah, Gig Alert, which comes out every Thursday morning, but you can add to it whenever you want to. We have Music Monday, which is where, hey, let us hear your music as a comment under Music Monday. Any day of the week, but it's the Music Monday post. That's when it comes out. And we also have the New Heights, which comes out every Wednesday, where we encourage you to share your wins so we can celebrate with you. And know who we need to germ and and hitch our wagon to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have... uh... As always, we do. We have some wins. I'll just share a couple of these and... Uh, let's see here. This is from actually this is from a little further back, end of October. But Taylor Hughes music said, "I recently had the honor of singing our national anthem at the UK versus Mississippi State football game. Go Big Blue." Taylor says that, not me. But I, I have no hate for Kentucky unless it's in basketball. Ooh. But anyway, not only is it a privilege because I'm an archie. Not only is it a privilege to sing our country's anthem, but the video a friend took that was posted on Facebook has over three hundred thousand uh, views. So pretty cool moment for this independent artist. So that is awesome, Taylor. 300,000 views, just national anthem. I like it. I like that on many levels. So good job there. And here's one from climber Bob Abner. Speaking of Ten Commandments, he said he recently attended the Write About Jesus conference, and that's an annual Christian songwriting conference. It used to be in St. Louis now since Sue Smith, who's a hit Southern gospel writer. She heads it up. She lives in Nashville now. Now it's over in Nashville. But he's a no prize, but a lot of very positive comments, beautiful, heartfelt, very melodic, touched me emotionally, musically, et cetera. So he got some good feedback on some of his songs. And uh, so, yeah, he had a good time. That is a win, going to networking, getting some feedback. So good job, Bob and and uh, Taylor and everyone else that listed one I didn't get to. So congrats and keep on climbing. I love it. Well, there you go. Make sure you follow the podcast or subscribe to it, however that works on your favorite podcast platform, mm-hmm. and tell a friend about it. We're doing this for you. You know what I mean? We want to help you. And obviously, you're spending time as we have so many climbers now that are just like on the regular, listening to it, getting value out of it. Love it. Love that. But somebody else that you know can use this information, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And let's get everybody straight. We want, we, Brent and I thrive of a world with independently successful singers and songwriters and indie artists that mm. don't need his permission. That's a perfect world for us. That's a pretty world. Yeah. It's like heaven on earth, right? Like <laughs> It's not the heaven, but it's heaven on earth, right? Yes. Blended so, parallel. Uh, yes. So let's get into this. I got, I'm just going to tell you where I, I got this idea from, and uh-huh. I just absolutely love it, but- like you, Brent, a big fan of paid coaching. And mm-hmm. so one of the world's best copywriters. And when I say copywriting in terms of marketing, I'm not talking about a music copyright, like publishing or anything like that. Yeah. This is ad copywriting, right? These are mm-hmm. the use of words and word patterns to communicate an idea to somebody and explain to them what it is you have because that you know that they want it, right? Yeah. So he has, I don't know how many different courses 
are what I mean, some are like one-on-one courses and these are very expensive items and stuff like that. But all mm-hmm. his digital, his digital course vault, everything in it, he had this sale for like, I think it was 147 bucks. Yeah, which is crazy. And I own all his books already. And I was just like, I think I was like sipping a cup of coffee. And I'm like, click. Yep. Like I didn't even like did not even pulse didn't even change tempo yeah my pulse didn't even change <laughs> it was just like yep <laughs> yeah and got that and so i just kind of so i don't think you've said his name yet i don't think you've said his that. name is ray edwards yes ray edwards he has a podcast the ray edwards he show has a great podcast and this is some 2.0 stuff marketing that like when you guys really start to embrace that you're marketers now and that you have to promote mm-hmm. and you have to do all this stuff come back to this episode yeah, like after this episode, then this is a great resource to go to, by the way, Ray Edwards. Get on his mailing list. There's about a million things you can get for free mm-hmm. from him with all his different lead magnets. And you can be in on that mailing list. And those books are fantastic. But just finding ways to serve stuff up that doesn't feel salesy or schmarmy or greasy or gross. or mm-hmm. It is just like it's just the same way between writing a horrible song lyric that's just cheese. Like I love the moon in June right. when I'm listening to a tune in your room versus something important that you have to say, right? It's the same thing with copywriting. It's a different lyric, y'all. It's a different lyric that if you can master or be proficient at songwriting, then you can also be proficient at this, but it's your most lucrative lyric. If you master that one, yeah, it's your most lucrative lyric. Cause this is the lyric that's going to turn people on to the idea that they need to, listen to your music. Mm-hmm. It's what's going to give your music a chance to do the talking, right? That's right. So anyway, I love this kind of stuff. And I was going through one of these courses. He's the 10 commandments of marketing. And I thought, I wrote d- down all these commandments and I just absolutely loved them. And then of course I'm assessing everything I'm doing for my clients. Yeah. Feeling pretty good about myself. Mm-hmm. Feeling pretty good about the funnels I created, the marketing that I'm doing, the way that I'm approaching this stuff. But the more I thought about it, I was going to kind of just adapt this for marketing, for kind of just rehash this. But then I just completely changed it for our podcast. Oh, yeah. Still going to call it the Ten Commandments, though. But these are like the things that I just see happening so many times, right? On mm-hmm. with artists. I'm in the middle of one right now. And it's like, uh, like they're breaking these commandments. And it's becoming a problem. So let's get started because there's yes, a lot. Yes, let's do it because I have a feeling this is going to help me out too. So number one, all right, you will repeat this phrase in your head. So repeat it with me. I'm going to say it once and then we're going to repeat it together. Okay, here it is. I finally finished this project. Now I'm just getting started. I finally finished this project. This project. Now, now I'm, I'm just, just getting started. Getting started. Yeah, I finally finished this project. Now I'm just getting started. Congratulations, you finished mixing your project. You're 5% finished with executing the entirety of the project. Right. You got 95% more work to do. 95% of your time, blood, sweat, tears, creative energy, and your precious finances need to be applied to what happens next, the promotion of your project. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's really like, that's the, that's the opener right there. That's number one, because when you really realize this, when you really realize like, I'm not done when we get done mixing the record, I'm just getting started. Yeah. Then everything else starts to make more sense here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Commandment number two. All right. There are no knowns 
there are known unknowns and there are unknown unknowns regarding the release and promotion of your project. So you don't know anything. That's right. Here's the known knowns. Here's an example of, of a known known, right? Okay. You know that your mix and mastering engineer promised your project would be completed by this date. Yes. You know you can't control the completion of the project at this moment, if you're being intellectually honest with yourself. Right. Don't you dare promise your fans or yourself anything. Mm. It's out of your hands mm -hmm. until it's in your hands. Huh. And even when it's there... There are things that you know are out of your hands, so don't think, behave, and plan as if you have control of everything until you actually have control of it. Mm. Don't plan or coordinate any release parties, press releases, or any kind of activities or behaviors that require your master tracks when you know you don't have your master tracks. Ain't final till it's vinyl, baby. Oh, let me tell you something. I can't even tell you how many times it's just like, why are we planning this? Why are we doing this right now? Well, because this is, well, okay. Do, do you have the master tracks? Well, no. Is it okay? So do this require the master tracks? Yeah. Okay. So we can't plan that. Can't, yeah, right. You don't have them. Right. So here's an example of known unknowns. You know that you don't know exactly when you'll get your master tracks until you get them. Mm-hmm. Cause something can always happen. I ain't final till it's final. So here's two answers that when are you going to get your masters? Okay. September 23rd. That's what our mastering engineer said. So let's get this thing started. Let's get the ball rolling. Wrong answer. Yeah. Because everyone in the music business always hits all their projections, always hits all their deadlines. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So when are you going to get your masters? Well, I don't know exactly. Right. Our mastering engineer said September 23rd, but we'll see. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Correct answer. Correct answer. That's true. Okay. Yep. Then there's the unknown unknowns. Your mastering engineer could get hit by a bus, get a life-changing project, have a baby, blow up his rig, have a fire, get high, have a flood, fall off the wagon, get multiple flight cancellations trying to get home to get to your project, mm -hmm. or just be bad at customer service. Yes. Don't plan anything mm -hmm. until you have your master tracks in your hand. Amen. On the surface, it seems inefficient mm -hmm. or like a waste of time, right? You, you want to coordinate a tighter, smoother, more epic transition from mastering to release and promotion. But believe me, this commandment here, break this or don't break this commandment, and it will save you heartache, frustration, friendships, reputation, personal relationships, mm -hmm. business relationships, and stress. Yeah. You don't have your mastered tracks until you have your mastered tracks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Commandment number three, you will upload your masters to the aggregate distributor at least six weeks before the release date. Six weeks. That seems unnecessary. <laughs> Preferably eight weeks. Highly unnecessary. How about that? Editorial playlists will not happen for sure on Spotify before six weeks. I can guarantee it. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Why would you forsake that? Mm -hmm. You get on the right playlist, you could get lucky mm -hmm. and get on the right playlist. And all of a sudden, that's where you can make some money. Yeah. 
Don't forsake all the possibility of making money on a cool playlist because you promised a release date and experienced delays in your production process. Mm. Unforeseen delays. Yep. Right? Well, I didn't know about that. Ah, but you did know that you didn't know. Exactly. Think prepare to it. be, I mean, prepare to be surprised, right? Exactly. Expect the unexpected. Exactly. Well, I thought we would have them in our hands, but you didn't have them in your hands, right? Yeah. Okay. So if you're marketing and promoting correctly, or how about this? If you're marketing and promoting at all, mm-hmm. this six to eight week time period will actually seem like a pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. As opposed to some inordinate amount of random time, you're forced to wait for your music to drop because Johnny said so. Exactly. You're not going to be sitting on your thumbs unless you totally have your thumb up your butt and you're not doing your job. Yeah, you should feel a little overwhelmed when you realize like how much freaking content, micro content, photo shoots, stylizing Mm -hmm. you got to do that you have to dream up, coordinate, shoot, edit, post-production, and prepare and distribute before the release drops. That's right. It's this boatload of work. Mm-hmm. Once again, this is 95% of the work. Okay? Yeah. Commandment number four. You will not plan a release and promotion from delivery promises forward. You will plan release and promotion from the release date backwards. Okay, say that again because you just blew my brain up a little bit. What now? Okay, you will not plan your release and promotion... You're not going to put that train in the tracks from delivery promises forward, right? Well, my guy says he's going to get it to us on the 23rd. Oh. You will plan release and promotion from the release date that you want backwards. Okay. Okay. So if you have a patriotic song and you want to release it on Veterans Day, because that's mm-hmm. tomorrow on the day we're recording, this is going to drop after Veterans Day, but mm-hmm. because that would be cool. It would just be absolutely perfect. Then you need to work backward from that date with this timeline. Yes. Okay, so eight weeks prior to that, I have to have the mixes in my hand, Mm -hmm. and I have to have it uploaded to the aggregate distributor, right? Yeah. So that's two months, so that's September 11th, Mm -hmm. that you must have the mixes done. Well, that's ironic. That means that the recording will be done. Yes. Right? I mean, I've actually had conversations with people trying to get a song released, and we're three weeks from the release date and well we just we're trying to get in next week to just finish a couple guitar parts it will be done with it then we're going to get it mixed then we're going to get it mastered and then i'm just like listening to them like what yeah no no that's an from an indie label by the way okay a label they should know better <laughs> yeah so add 20 percent across the board to all your costs mm-hmm <laughs> Whatever this is, what it's going to cost, add 20% of that. Be pleasantly surprised if it's not, if it's less than that, okay? Yeah. And add at least 30% more time on everybody's promises for mixes, mastering. When you saw a lot, a lot of you guys are doing this on a shoestring budget, that was the case with that conversation I just referenced because they're working with a huge freaking producer who's doing it on the bro rate. But what does that mean? In between other projects that are paying him the full rate. Mm-hmm. Well, at the time he made the promise you could come in tomorrow or the next week, he had these two pride, but then he got a third one. Guess what? Time schedule shift. You shift down the totem pole, down the ladder, and you are on a hurry up and wait plan. That's why you're getting it for so cheap. That's okay. But don't be angry at that person because you've made all these plans to release on Veterans Day. Yeah, that's right. Well, just remember, you're living in the world of the law of you can have it fast. 
You can have it cheap. You can have it quality. Pick any two. And That's he right. chose the rule of three. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The rule of three. So you chose cheap and quality. Well, guess what? You can't bank on fast. You will not have it fast. And so therefore, deadlines are on the bro rate for stuff. Deadlines are not really deadlines. You don't really have deadlines when it comes to the bro rate. You don't have it until you have it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know what will destroy that friendship and that business relationship is when he's bending over backwards to try to give you mm-hmm. the bro rate, f- putting you in between the cracks. And all of a sudden now you've created another deadline and that emergency on your deadline becomes his emergency. And now he's supposed to behave like you're his top paying customer mm-hmm. because of your poor planning. Yeah. Well, and, and now y'all aren't bros anymore. Yep. Well, it's not fair. You'd ask him that. Exactly. That's not the deal that you made. You're not being a bro. And guess what? You know, it's even worse. A lot of people in this business are just bad at business. Yeah. Especially at the mid level. Mm-hmm. Like the super, super pros typically aren't. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're going to be your top professional, but you mostly can't afford them. Right. But well, hey, man, they just aren't working as fast as you want them to. So. Factor that in. Okay. So if you absolutely envision a specific date for a release, then you need to work backwards from that and make sure that you have plenty of time because the biggest mistake I see, well, no, but uh, it just would be so perfect because it's veterans day and it's this patriotic song and it's not going to work if we don't. And by the way, you know, of course, when I'm having this conversation, it's like, well, what's the budget for promotion? Well, we haven't got there yet. I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> Who the hell's even going to know that you release it on Veterans Day? Right, exactly. This is frustrating, <laughs> right? All right, I'm sorry. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Uh, number five, commandment number five, you will release one song at a time. Ooh, this is new. This is a little bit new world here. This is new world. If you have an EP or an album, you release each song one at a time and not drop the entire record. 
Mm-hmm. You'll do this because it gives you six to eight more weeks of new content to create and put out per release mm-hmm. to promote your work and to work that record, right? Yeah. Because this is how everything works today on digital. You're releasing on digital, not radio. Yeah. You get a couple free radio spins because you got some relationships in radio. God bless you. That's icing on the cake. Yeah. Okay, but that is not the the chassis, the meat and potatoes. That's not what supports your promotion strategy. All right? Now, you don't have to forsake the album as a work of art. And I'm a big fan of the album as a work of art. Mm -hmm. I guide you back to Adam Alpert, who's the manager for Chainsmokers. Their release strategy is an album building release strategy, which is fantastic. They release a song in January. When they release the next song in February, it's released as a package with the February song plus the January song together. So you have the January song release on Spotify, right? Plus the January song and the February song as a package for three days. Hmm, Cool. And the January song gets the same ISRC codes. So all that information floods over in three days. Then they remove the January song, the solo there. And now they have a package with the January song and the February song. Then when it's time for the March release, they release the brand new March song, the March release, along with the January and the February release as a three-song package. Right? And so for a weekend, they have the January and February release on Spotify, and then right below that will be the package with the January, February, and March release Hmm. for three days. And then they get rid of the, when all the ISRC floods over, they don't want to lose any streams or anything, Mm -hmm. then the January, February package gets removed, and, and then, so they're building the album track by track. And when they're done building it, there's an album there, not just this random vomit trail of releases. Interesting. Right? So it's kind of cool. That's All right. Cool. Number six, commandment number six, you will create new artwork for each release. Mm-hmm. This prevents eye fatigue. And I'm talking about artwork that, It's for that specific song, for that release. Different image, whatever font you want, whatever you want to say. The rapper, yes. The rapper has to be different. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Okay. Number seven, commandment number seven. You will update all social media headers with each and every release. Mm. Facebook header, Instagram header, TikTok header, Spotify header. You absolutely have to do the header. You don't necessarily have to do the profile picture. Hmm. But yeah, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, your website. Spotify's algorithm is aware of this. It helps you. Hmm. Okay. Also, looks like you know what you're doing. Looks professional. Yeah. That's what professional people do. Okay. And if you just take two seconds and Google all of the image dimensions for each of these headers, you will find about a 5 million handy dandy free little cheat sheets that will tell you here's the most recent dimensions for all this stuff. So make sure that that artwork fits Mm -hmm. on each of those headers because Facebook's different than Instagram, which is different than TikTok, different than Spotify, different than YouTube. YouTube's a tricky one. Because you kind of got to center it in a weird spot, like in the middle, but you'll figure it out. And YouTube actually shows you how to do it. Nice. Okay, but make sure 
that it's accurate. Mm-hmm. Number eight, commandment number eight, you will create micro content and video content for each release. Mm. That sounds like a lot of work. See why you need those eight weeks? <laughs> yeah. So video content, do a music video. That's great. Okay. I just saw, you know what? I just was like, uh, Janelle's out of town. And like when she's out of town, we're separated from each other. We always send each other like music video stuff mm-hmm. that makes us, here's a song that makes me think of you. And I'm always searching for, keeps me searching for new songs that are saying something I want to say to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. We speak through music and it's kind of really cool. Get a room. And yeah. and i'm not sure when this came out but there's a song called rumor from who did my truck well there's lee bryce lee bryce yeah yeah is that his new one that's not new anymore no get with the game johnny okay so here's one go and check out the lee bryce rumor music video this is all lee bryce okay they shot it in bobby's idol hour in on music row and if you will notice there's a lot of different shots and it moves the way it's supposed to move. Great song, by the way. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a good song. I just love his voice and yeah, the production is so cool on that. But what they've done, I want you to, this is an exercise in like how this is such a simplistically cool music video that's all about the artist. It's got the artist's face in there and it's an exercise in cinematography. And they took one scene, it's one location. He's in the same spot <laughs> throughout the whole freaking music video. So he's sitting by a window with the Bobby's Idol Hour thing behind him, mm-hmm. and he's singing the song, and there's a close-up of his face. That's one shot. Then there's a midsection, like a bust-up of his face. That's yeah. shot number two. Then there's a long shot where you can see that he's sitting down. You can see his legs and stuff, and he's looking into the camera. That's shot number three. And then there is a shot from – there's patrons at the bar – Okay, and there's a shot from behind the bar where the focus pull is on the patrons, so he's blurred out in the background, mm-hmm. singing, looking sideways. And it just goes back and rotates back and forth hmm. between those shots. It's like, it, I bet you that damn thing took two hours to shoot. Yeah. But they had to shoot it all the way with each of those shots, all the way through, right? Mm-hmm. And do that. And there might, there's probably one more on there that I'm not thinking of. And the shots, like behind the bar shot, that's the only one that's actually moving. Yeah. And so he's moving kind of slowly down the bar. Yeah. And you can see him blurred out in the background. But otherwise, it's just him singing into the thing. Man, it's really cool. It's really interesting. It's extremely minimalistic. And this is easy. Yeah. If you just study like that music video tutorial and how to do this, get it done fast and have a great piece of content to support your song. And there's your music video. Cool. Right. And then what can you shoot for your lyric video? And then what about the micro content? I would say that just makes me say we shot the same video from these different angles. That that makes me want to release them and have people do their own edits. What do you mean? Like, oh, here's the video tracks. Here's a video of these five different angles we did of this song. Oh, here's this, like the stems, essentially. Here's the stems, here's basically. the original files. Here are the different video angles. Yeah, go ahead and cut your own. Oh, that's really interesting. I never thought of that. That's like actually really cool. Hey, edit it yourself and let's see what you come up with. Yeah. That's really smart. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool because there's so many people that are getting good at this now. Yeah, exactly. Go practice. 
You know what I mean? That's really smart. But so you need a music video, put a lyric video in there too, if you can, but you got to have micro content. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you just uh, micro content. What am I focusing on right now with Josh Roy is how many different places I can get him to sing the song, to lip sync the song into his iPhone from a selfie thing. So this is very sort of low budge, right? Mm -hmm. But where there's just some amazing stuff going on behind him. Yeah. So what does amazing mean? Well, now you're asking the right questions, right? Yeah. So for him, he lives in Arizona. I mean, it's mm -hmm. there's so many amazing backdrops that we can have in the desert. And, you know, that drive up to Payson from Phoenix is like, it's the word God's country comes to mind. Yeah. You see that and you're just, it's breathtaking. But then it could be your kids playing in the background. It could be puppies. It could be the Eiffel Tower. It could be... Mm. It could just be anything interesting going on in the background and you sing the whole song into your iPhone and lip sync the whole thing. And then you're going to cut up pieces of that. You're always going to use the chorus hook in that. Mm -hmm. But if there's like a couple lines in the verses that are just like anvil over the head type lines, yeah, then why not exploit those as well? And how many different places can you do that? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. And for him, I mean, you know, part of his brand is, again, he's not a cowboy. If he was Cody Johnson, he'd be at a rodeo, be in horses, be in a ranch, yeah. be working with his boys, mending a barbed wire fence at the dinner table, right? Right, yeah. Maybe there's a card game, all these kinds of things. And But Josh is rugged, so it's that stuff is part of his brand, and it's just who he is. It's where he's from, yeah. and it just all fits really good. But then there's all kinds of other stuff, too. It could be him just driving down the road, or it could be him in a car next to his truck with his trailer, which is wrapped. So there's his name and there's he singing the song, but there's yeah. stuff moving behind it. Maybe, yeah. maybe you're at a traffic at the corner on the sidewalk of a, a busy intersection. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you go and you do something like that. Maybe you go and you film that for 20 minutes with a GoPro and get some time-lapse and then you green screen it. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like a million ways a million things that you can do to create something interesting to look at while you woo them into falling in love with your mm -hmm. song hook. Yeah. Right. And then on top of that, the extra thing. So that's like the heroin right now. Here comes the fentanyl hit. We're going to start telling his story with the text. Yeah. While he's singing that song. So now there's something I got to read. It's not too much. Mm -hmm. So a little something I got to read. And maybe it's not the whole story, which is going to make me want to go to the next one and go down. Yeah. If I tell that story, but guess what I'm doing while I'm reading, I'm hearing that song. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been hearing some of that with Mark Bray. Of course, you know Mark. Yep. Love Mark. Bray. And I go off and on when I'm on TikTok and when I'm not and stuff. And it just depends on like, is there something going on I want the Chinese to know about or not? Whatever. But anyway, so <laughs> anyway, so ran across Mark on TikTok because Randy Barber called me about something with Mark. And so anyway. So I've been following that and he has some of that stuff with, you know, he has one of, um, assuming is one of his tracks in the background and it's like, here's my story. Yeah. Four years ago, we had this record in the can and blah, blah, blah. And this happened. Yes. This happened. Now we're going back in. Yes. Telling that story. And he had a lot of like studio shots and stuff from that. Studio shots and stuff. Yeah. Again. So interesting stuff, right? That's mm -hmm. Thank you for saying that. Cause here I am trying to like dream stuff up, but also, yeah, you should have camera. Like you can have live show shots going on in, in the background. Mm -hmm. You can have, you can be telling that story with B-roll. You know, that was like B-roll, right? That was mm -hmm. B-roll from the stuff we did in the studio with that. I know Lexi's in some of those shots. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm in one of those shots or a couple of those shots. And certainly the band is. And 
yeah, you guys are going from one gig to the next and it's just cutting up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you can have the whole band screwing around in the van or whatever it is you guys traveling. And there you are focused, mm -hmm. lip syncing to the song, right? Yeah. There's just so much that you can do because you're going to cut it up into 20 second pieces of micro content. Or if your chorus is a little bit longer, maybe it's 25 seconds. Or if it's yeah. a little shorter, maybe it's 15 seconds. But that's the stuff. So you've got to have all of that, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, music videos. Well, that brings us to commandment number nine. You will have video and image ads for every one of your release campaigns. Mm. So you need music videos, story videos, lyric videos, micro content videos. You want the release artwork, right? Mm -hmm. Show posters. If this is connecting with live shows, if you're playing on a regular basis. And so that'll be image stuff right there. But on your image ads, you want to make sure that your all the copy on there is readable mm -hmm. in the show poster, right? It needs to pop. So shadowing is your friend. Mm -hmm. When you start messing around with Canva or PicMonkey, which are two very, very inexpensive ways to do this, a lot of you might have free apps on your phone that you can do this with. Play with the shadowing. Mm -hmm. Shadow, 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 shadow. Yeah. Shadow is a great way to make your text pop out from a busy background. Mm -hmm. Or if it's sort of the same color font as it is in the background or similar, it'll pop, right? Yeah. But then make sure about the colors. Don't be too busy with the artwork. Don't be so clever that it's just difficult to read. You have to think like a consumer. Yeah. You're going to try to read all this information about this show or about this pre-save, right? Mm -hmm. Or about this release date. I want to be able to read it in like five seconds. Yeah. If I have to find it, if I got to focus, I got to squint. If I got to work to try to input that information, it's not going to happen. So I have enough work. Yeah. I don't need extra. Stop giving me homework. Yeah. Call it giving them homework. Like the listener, like when you're writing a song, don't give them too much homework. Exactly. Try not to give them any homework. Yeah. Give them the answer key right then. Spoon feed it. Yeah. Exactly. Spoon feed it. Yeah. So yeah, don't add to the busyness with unnecessary graphics or artistic flair. Put something cool in there, but just, and really you can go to anybody, go to your spouse, Go to your best friend who's not in your band. Go to your preacher. Go to your workmate and just be like, hey, read this. Can you tell what it says right now? Mm -hmm. And then pull it away. What did it say? <laughs> yep. It's like, I can't read it. Just go fix it. Yeah. Like this is like once, once you nail this once, then you just know how to do it. You know what I mean? And you're just always, you're, then you're going to be kind of a Nazi on making sure that everything pops and that you're communicating because you're not here to waste anybody's time. What you are here to do. And you're not here to impress them with your artwork. Mm -hmm. They didn't come to a friggin' art show. You're here to tell them, hey, we're playing this Wednesday. Yeah. Hey, click this link and pre-save my song. Hey, this is available now, right? Mm -hmm. You will consistently, this is number 10, commandment number 10, you will consistently put your project in front of new eyeballs and your current fans. Mm. So who's your audience when it comes to new eyeballs, right? And your organic posts of new content will not be seen by 97 to 99% of your current fans or followers. So what are you going to do about that? Yeah. Okay. Social media growth is a byproduct of consistent content and traffic. Now that traffic has to be, you're only going to get so much traffic and it's probably not going to grow at a rate that you can even really measure organically. Mm-hmm. 
right? So you're going to need some paid traffic in there. Have a budget. And viral videos are a byproduct of consistent content strategies. Mm -hmm. You can have a viral lucky video, but this is not a business model. Right. That's a bonus. I got a one-page business plan. You open it up, it says, get lucky. <laughs> that was easy to put together. When you said that, I just pictured Steve, I pictured Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellow high schoolers. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there it is, guys. Those are the 10 commandments. And actually, now looking at this, I think I'm going to refine this. I'm going to have like 10 commandments for release strategies, mm -hmm. for releasing, and 10 commandments for promotion. Yeah. But, and these will both be on that. You didn't miss anything, right? These are all abide by these. I'm going to make them in, I think maybe into two different things, but that's it guys. Like these are commandments. Do not break these. Don't break them. And I, so many people just break them. They break them. You know why? Because they're not following the 11th commandment. Okay. Here's the 11th commandment. Thou shalt have a written playbook. Okay. Yeah. So like for my events, you know, we do the play for a publisher. We do the pro connect. We do these different events, right? It's a lot to keep in your head. All these little different things you got to set up all this little a lot of details, a lot of detail work on for my songwriting pro stuff. And so I set up playbooks. That's just a checklist. Yeah. I like playbook because you like sport. So it's a checklist. Playbook sounds cooler than checklist. I'm stealing that. It does play. I got that for my sister. Thank you, Dion. Yeah. Nice. And it's a playbook. And so I have these playbooks for these different events. So when it's time, I print off the template Start filling in the details. That way I can refer to it going, oh, yeah, Play for Publisher actually is going on again, this time with our buddy Michael August from Demolition. Oh, I, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah so he's, he's going to come on board for this next one. So he's going to be listening to songs. But I have that checklist going, okay, confirm the guest, Michael August. All right, what's the event date? Oh, it's going to be January 5th of 2023. Okay, when's the cutoff date? Oh, December 14th. You better get your songs in. We're going to announce the winners on December. Here's the discount code for Songwriting Pro members. And here's the blah, 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 blah. Hold on, everybody. Playlist. Oh, hold on, everybody. It's a playbook. It's a playbook. But hold on, everybody. Do you see what he did here? He's like, we're going to hold the event on January 5th. Mm -hmm. That's the drop date. Yeah. And I then he's working backwards. Him. He's working backwards. That's totally true. And now we know it's like, holy crap, I got to get to work. Mm -hmm. It feels like it's months away because it is months away. But there's a lot. Of, I only have this amount of time to get this mission critical step mm -hmm. done. In time for blah, 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 blah. Instead of, holy crap, it's December 18th and we've got something coming up on January 5th. Christmas is coming up. I got real busy, but you know how that is. Yeah. And so, hey, everybody, hurry up. And now it's everybody's emergency. Your emergency is everybody's emergency. And it's a cluster F. Yeah, I really do. I work backwards. So once I confirmed a good, I look far enough out. Okay, January, that'd be it because of the holidays and stuff. Hey, how's early January? Oh, January 5th is great for the date. Awesome. Lock that in. Okay. I want to announce the winners at least a week ahead of time. Let's fiddle around Christmas. Okay. So what announce top 10 songs here. Okay. Now I need my window to listen. Okay. Which yeah. puts the deadline here, which means I would like a month to collect songs, which puts the, oh, it's on sale now. Let's go. Boom. Yep. Yep. And so they have time to do everything I need to do. Yep. Because it'll be it'll be a bear if all of a sudden I have a, a one-day listening window. <laughs> i got to go through 200 songs to find 10, you know, to get them out. It's just, no, there's, there's work to be this done. This is about execution. This is project management and execution. Mm -hmm. Okay? If you don't do this all the time, then you are, you're screwing yourself. And yeah. you and I had a conversation before about a situation that's happening right now before we press record today. 
this exact issue that I'm having with one of my really of our really good friends who's brilliant but not a project manager and there there is no playbook. Yeah. And it looks like that every time they walk out on the field. Yeah. And because it's events, there's things you have to do. Your release, your next release, it's an event. It is. You want it to be an event. Treat it like an event. And you need a playbook for that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then you need a playbook after that. Yeah. Here's the playbook before the release date. Mm-hmm. And then here's the release date now because you're setting up for promotion and release before. And now after that is the promotion. Yeah. And what, what's the, what is that supposed to look like? So, yeah, guys, this is heavy. It's, 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 it's important. You can't not do it. You can't wing it. You can't wing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it saves so much head trauma having a playbook. Because you list it yeah. all out, you'd be like, oh, that's a, that's a crap ton of stuff. But at least you know what you're – so you don't miss stuff. And then that causes fires. And then you're yeah. trying to put out fires. Man, yes. that's, it's your fire extinguisher ahead of time. It's your preemptive fire extinguisher, man. It's your fireproofing. I mean, nothing's, there are the unknown again, unknowns. You, you we don't save know. what? Friendships, business mm-hmm. relationships, Gray personal. Hairs. You're not bringing, you're not bringing the fire home to M. Right. Yeah. Barking at her because you've had a bad day because you created it for your damn self. Oh, it's supposed to be my family. Not, well, I got to work on my family. Not why? Because I screwed up and I didn't take care of this thing and it jumped back up and bit me in the butt. And uh-huh. I'm sorry. Yep. Right. Yeah. Let's avoid that. Let's go. Yeah. Let's work the playbook. So yeah, work there's the always playbook. the unknown unknowns. Yep. Anything can happen, right? But it's not going to be my fault. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, I forgot to do this thing. No, it's like, oh, this other goofball did something or whatever. Yeah. That limits the vulnerability. You're protected. You're shielded mm-hmm. against everything. Now, there's going to be every once in a while an unknown unknown that gets through. Right. That comes in. But that's like the perfect shot, right? That's like you're like the dragon with the one scale underneath <laughs> the chest that he's vulnerable on, but the arrows can't pierce anywhere else. Right. It's the exhaust port on the Death Star. Yeah, 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 yeah. The two meter little box on the yeah. Death Star. What was it called? The what? It's like the exhaust port, I think. Exhaust port, yeah. I know it's about uh-huh. the size of a Womp Rat. I know that. But yeah. Which is actually, if you think about a pretty clean Death Star when it comes to emissions. It's, it's I mean, they were, they were definitely efficient. That was a huge star. British space, space Nazis were very efficient. Yeah, they were. <laughs> British space Nazis. That's what they are. All right, guys. Well, listen, that brings us to the end of another Killer Climb episode. Listen, you want to get your head right about the new music industry. It's all about traffic. Whoever owns the traffic rules the road. How do you make money? We can't make any money on Spotify. You can make money with traffic. Mm-hmm. You can make lots of money with traffic. Every day, people you've never heard of and you never will hear of that are in your industry making music are making seven figures. Because they understand traffic. It's mm-hmm. all about the traffic. This is the the basis to solving all your problems. And I put it all into a free PDF that you can download at hey. giftfromjohnny.com. It's called Whoever Owns the Traffic Rules the Road. So go to giftfromjohnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y.com, and tell me where to send it. It's yours free. This is a pretty robust PDF mm-hmm. with, I mean, I put a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of work into putting this together to make it. Say what I wanted to say, but also visually explain to you what's happening and make it make sense and man and, and try to communicate this point. So go and get that. Join the climb community. Follow or subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about it. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing.
we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.